1: He's got gum in his mouth. He's trying to spit the gum out, but he doesn't have anywhere to spit it out. He's looking for a piece of paper. He walks over, gets a piece of paper, spits the gum, like wads up the paper like he's going to gun it somewhere. He's got no trash can to throw it into. He's like sticks it in his pocket or something like that. He's got an exchange with Dave Burkett from the Free Press that gets a little contentious, and he had it wasn't anything against Dave. It was about the moment, you know. And then he even apologizes halfway through it, but it was it was just real raw emotion coming from a guy who feels for his players and feels like that they it was cheated from, you know, I mean, it was taken away from them. They, they, they did everything right. They executed the play perfectly. This is, I'm sure they've, they've worked on this in practice every week for weeks. You know, like, Hey, let's, let's run the Decker play. And, and they do it. And they and it's flawless. They're, they run it against the Cowboys defense. That defensive front that had been wreaking havoc on the offensive line all game long. We're like, oh my God, I thought our offensive line was great. And they are. But Dallas' defensive line is also pretty great. And they solved it for a two-point conversion to win the game in Dallas and give this team an opportunity to perhaps get the number two seed overall. Maybe the number one seed. And nope. Rope pulled out from underneath them, uh, the rug pulled out from underneath them as the the flag drops on the field.
2: Well, they ran it so perfectly, they fooled the ref. Yeah, that they. That's did. how. That's how good they executed this plan that they fooled the ref. <sighs> the one guy. The one guy who doesn't need to be fooled. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> What's your job? Um, my job is to listen to all the, oh, they're and to talk to me. What are you gonna? What are you saying? You listen to them and find out. Don't assume. Oh yeah, you guys run eligible seventy. I got it. No, 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 not seventy. Sixty eight. No, you said seventy. No, we said 68, you jackass. Larry is next up here, 97.1 Ticket. Hey, Larry.
3: Hey there, guys. So I'm kind of changing my tune listening to you guys a little bit. But um, the first thing is, I just wanted to comment real quickly, house money all day long. I'm loving this season. It's total house money. Yeah. Uh, that's number one. Number two, can we hear from Panay Sewell, please? Can somebody – I want to hear his comments. He was right there. I want to hear his comments. Number three – like the guy just said before, uh, the Lions outsmarted themselves. They thought they were going to fool the defense, but they fooled the refs. The way Skipper came in, he actually put his hand on his belly and he he ran over to the to the to the huddle. He outsmarted the ref instead of the defense. That that un- well, is
1: unfortunate. We well, it is. That. But you know, Larry, what's the most infuriating to me about that whole situation? is that, yes, even though Dan Skipper is running from the sideline, it looks like he's going to report eligible. No question. He looks like he's going to. That's all pantomime. That's all part of this, right? The part that bothered me the most is he's 10, 15 feet away from getting to the official, and the official then turns away before he even gets to him to say anything. The official already made up his mind because he had heard, I'm reporting eligible. But he associates that with yeah. the guy who's running from the line of scrimmage or from the sidelines as opposed to the guy who's right there with them. I mean, there's such a what gap Penae, in how far away he is that you just made a mistake.
2: Admit it. Yeah, right. I want to know, what if, did anybody hear from Panay at all? Well, I well, he, well, he's going to say the same thing Decker yeah, I, and, and Skipper said. What else do you want him to say? That no, they're wrong. They're lying? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
3: Hey, name's
1: <laughs> fine. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. No, I hear you, Larry. And thanks for the call. And, and to be, to, I'll, I'll defend Larry a little bit. I just, I want everybody that had a chance to say something to say something. If you were there, what would you hear? Because Sewell was right there. I'm like, this is kind of weird. You got Sewell and Decker both talking to him. And here comes Skipper, all, all three of them. And then I thought, how brilliant is this? Because Dallas has no idea until it actually gets announced who it's going to be. And if you wait to the last second, then you line up. And then you've got to adjust too late. You don't know what's happening. It's a brilliant play call right up until the point where they said it's number 70 is reported eligible.
2: I will say something about Sewell. He was fantastic, especially that final drive. They had yeah. Parsons on him. He was one-on-one on an island, and he had Parsons control the whole, that whole drive to give Goff and that offense time to dr- go down the field in sh- such a short amount of time. So Penny Sewell is a dog. That guy's an all-pro. He's so great. You got to lock him up when you have to. Uh, he's he's unbelievable.
1: That guy, I mean, Micah Parsons he's a stud. is, Micah is Parsons one of the best players stud. in football, and it, what a great matchup all game long when they were matched up together. Dexter Lawrence looked like he was more of the star for Dallas in that game yeah. on Saturday night because we had a mismatch, because Dexter Lawrence is also awfully good. But, yeah, that offensive line against that defensive line, they did battle that night, and no. it was it was fun. You're right, that last drive. But that last drive, they put masterful. him on
2: an island, yeah, and Parsons was on him, and uh, Sewell gave him time. But, yeah, he's going to say the same thing.
1: I would imagine he would. Uh, Steve is next up here, 97 on the ticket. Hey, Steve.
3: Hey, guys. Can you hear me
2: well?
1: Yeah, go ahead, Steve.
3: Okay, listen, you know, I mean – a minute 34 in the game it was most like you said Kang I was I it's been a long time but I was so emotionally invested in that 134 when the Lions took the ball and and went down the field and if you can if you can play back that's yeah, the last drive and score by Dan Miller who quite frankly is a Hall of Fame announcer He's great. because when he says when he says you know uh, the, the Lions score and They're lining up for two, and Dan Campbell's going for the knockout punch. And, man, when he said that, the hair stood up on the back of my neck. And then he started screaming, you know, Ben Johnson, Ben Johnson, Ben Johnson. I mean, I pray that this guy calls Super Bowl game one day for the Lions because he is just unbelievable. But, you know, Gayer, are getting to your point. You know, I, I, I heard Rex Ryan. I heard uh, Van Pelt. The fact that everybody, everybody, said that Dan Campbell did everything right, went over it before pregame with the refs, uh, and, and the fact that Stripper lined up on the line of scrimmage, Skipper. and the guy on Brad Van Pelt's show said Sewell was to the outside, uh, St. Brown's up on the line of scrimmage. This guy is totally ineligible. Right. So why would he report at all? Right. He's totally and if you look on the other side of the line of scrimmage, you had Decker on the end by himself. Reynolds takes two steps back, making Decker eligible.
1: They did, every, they did everything they were supposed to do. And thanks for the call, Steve. They executed that play perfectly. And, and they had to because there has been a lot of attention. I don't know if you've been watching the NFL the last month or so. A lot of attention has been paid to what's happening at the line of scrimmage. Players lining up offside on offense, on defense, players covering up other players, illegal formations. All this stuff has really been front and center in the NFL for the last month. So the Lions mind their P's and Q's, they cross their T's, they dotted their I's, and did all this stuff. Everybody with the alphabet. They had it right. Except the referee heard what he wanted to hear, not what was said, and cost the Lions a chance at winning the game. Cost the lines a chance of taking the lead in the game late in the game. And it, yeah, and again, this was not a done deal. They still had to stop Dallas, which what would have been what, 24 seconds left to 23 seconds left. Um, and Dallas didn't need to go that far with the kicker they have and with the uh the connection they had going with Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb, anything could have happened in the last 23 seconds. I don't discount that at all. I'm saying they got screwed out of the opportunity to play with a lead with less than 30 seconds to go in a game.
2: You know, the the way the refs huddled up after the Lions celebrated converting the two-point conversion, it was almost like every other ref knew the play except for Brad Allen. Right. So when they huddled up, I because the flag wasn't thrown yet, right? They huddled up, and I think they asked, who did you report was eligible?
1: Right, because we because, talked to the, yeah. we talked to Dan Kelvin beforehand and he's and, like,
2: uh, it's gonna be sixty-eight. And cause sixty-eight t- caught the ball, but you did you say seventy? And he's like, Yeah, I said seventy. Well, if you said seventy, then that's a flag. Right. That's a yeah. penalty. And if that's so, what you heard, yeah. Then that, we,
1: Brad, if that's what you heard, <laughs> then go ahead and you go ahead and drop that flag. But is that what you heard? <laughs> did you hear 70? Sixty big fella caught it over here. Not that big fella. Seventy was like he wasn't even eligible. No, I heard seventy. And, oh.
2: and for all the people saying, well, Dallas would have covered Taylor Decker, they might have, okay, because they deserve that opportunity to know yeah. who's eligible and who's not. But Run the whole the play. But the whole exactly. And the whole purpose of the deception and running linemen out there and all that stuff is to confuse at least one guy. The problem is they confuse the referee, the one guy. But if they confuse the linebacker or the safety or whoever's supposed to cover Decker, that's the whole point.
1: I'm getting nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting nauseous. Could be the muscle relaxers for my back. I don't know. I'm getting nauseous, this whole thing. But look, this is this is what the show's for. To vent. Uh we're frustrated by it. Um we'll talk with Jared Goff coming up in the noon hour and see where he's at. I'm sure that he's past it. Dan Campbell says he's past it, using it as fuel for the rest of the way here. They've got one game to go before the playoffs start. Does the game
0: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
4: (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact